This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into a special emergency Tiger Woods podcast volume two for 2022. Nick, Tiger is going to be back on our TVs, not once, not twice, but probably three times in December. How excited are you? The, the trifecta of Tiger? Um, it's cool. I'm having a hard time like getting super, super excited. Uh, what? Really? It's cool. Yeah, I am. Okay. Well, we'll dig into that. But yeah. first, before we get to Tiger, please rate and review at the turn wherever you are listening. Just go ahead and hit that five stars. If you don't have time for a review, we understand. Hit five stars. It really helps the show out. After that, go to Piper Golf. Use promo code TURN10 at checkout for savings on golf balls, visors, bucket hats, merch, everything in between. Piper.golf. So, this is a Thursday. We don't we don't release episodes on Thursday, but we're doing it because of the return of Tiger Woods. Nick is a little bit meh. I'm a lot excited. So let's get to it. It was announced that Tiger is going to play in the Hero World Challenge, his event in the Bahamas, the first weekend of December. Previously, it was announced that he's going to play in the match. I've lost count. I, what are we on? Like eight or nine at this point? I think it's seven. Seven. Okay. I believe it's so, seven. If I had to, if I had to bet, I'd put my money on seven. He's going to team with Rory against JT and Spieth. I don't know if you know this, Nick. They're friends. They've known each other for a while. Are any of those guys NFL quarterbacks? <laughs> we have all golfers. Can you believe it? All it's golfers in a match. I love it. No women yet. No women yet. But but all golfers. So it's we're we're getting closer to something that that will be super exciting. The Cordis sisters, I think Jessica shut it down for the year recently, but let's get those Cordis sisters healthy and let's get him in this event. Lexi recently won a professional golf event. There's so many women who would be awesome, who we could introduce the golf world to. 
through one of these matches. I don't know why they won't do it. They won't do it. We're not the only ones calling for it. Look, Rory, Tiger, JT, Spieth, good consolation. And then the third weekend of December is the PNC father-son. Now, Tiger has not made an announcement about that. I think we're all presuming that he's going to participate because Charlie is out there playing an event this week. I think it's the Nota Begay Invitational. Tiger has the bib on, doing the caddy thing. I have some thoughts on Charlie we'll get to a little bit later. But Nick, you had a really interesting premise for these three events. Do you want to posture that? I just thought I'd throw this out there. Kiss, Mary kill, um, to keep it PG. The PG uh, version, there, yeah. There's three events coming up. Um, some of them have some appeal on the surface to some people some you know maybe some more than others um so i thought we that's probably the simplest way in the most relatable way for our audience to really digest what's about to to happen in in, with tiger woods on our tvs i think this is great you just sprung this on me a couple minutes ago so i haven't had time to really think about it do you want to go first it's even better yeah um i will go first okay um I'm going to start with my kiss. Okay. I'm going to give a big old smooch to the match. I know I was just just kind of dogging on it, but, you know, it's cool. I'll check it out. It's short. It's 12 holes. Pretty digestible. Like you said, we've got Spieth, Rory, JT, Tiger. A lineup that even fringe golf fans is very, very familiar with. Number one player in the world. The number one player of all time and the number one best friend duo in PGA Tour history. So that's that's all good. Um, I'm I'm excited-ish for that. You know, you know, I can't take a whole lot away from it, but I'll enjoy that moment. You know what I'm doing to the match? What are you doing? I'm killing it. I'm killing the match. Are you? I think I'll probably forget about it. And I'll have had the Hero World Challenge to see Tiger the previous week. So... I'm going to kill the match. Maybe I'll tune in. I'll probably just end up watching highlights of it on Twitter and saying, oh, that's cool. To me, it's the the thing that least resembles a real golf tournament. So because of that, I'm going to kill the match. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to marry the hero. Marrying the hero. We're, we're going to the Bahamas. Um, even though it's a small field and even though it is the silly season, it, these are the guys Tiger's going to have to beat to have any kind of like relevant season. So you can't really take a whole lot away from it. But like if Tiger finishes fourth and you look at the guys that he's beaten, you say, okay, like if this translates to Augusta, like he'll probably be in the top 10, top 15. Um, so that's kind of cool. It's it's the closest thing to real golf we're getting. It's, it is, it's a world ranking event. Um, yeah. So, so I'll marry that. I'll take it all day. I'll take it all year. I'm going to marry the hero as well. It is it is the closest to a golf tournament. It's the first time we're going to see Tiger playing golf on TV in a competitive atmosphere since the debacle that was the Open Championship. And so because of that, I'm going to marry it. I'm very excited for it. I'll probably watch quite a bit of it. I measure these things by how much am I going to try to arrange my schedule to watch a certain thing and I will carve out time to watch Tiger's first round at the Hero. I'm going to dedicate time to it. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes that makes perfect sense. I'm killing the PNC. Oh, no. I, I, I'm killing it. I it's. Did you watch it last year? N- no, I might have. I, I think I was aware that like the dailies and the woodses were, were like, you know, 
going through this Sunday battle. And if that doesn't really get me going yeah. to like turn it on, then literally nothing will. I, I, I love following the John and John Jr. daily story. I love following Tiger Woods. So I get a little cringy with the, all the attention that's put on Charlie and all the expected people are already tweeting like these bootleg videos of him teeing off and like how many PGA tour events will he win? It's like, dude, the kid is like, what is he? 13, 14. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just weird. You get all sorts of weird comparisons and like, there are some cool moments like, like Charlie holding that long putt and kind of like, you know, turn him back to tiger. That's cool. But for the most part, nine out of 10, like, Things I get from that just kind of make me cringe. You can't really get anything relevant out of watching that. Um, Tiger's in a cart. You know, it's a hit and giggle. There's no real competition. Um, hit and giggle. I like that. A- a- anytime. I'll go back to what I just said. If John, if the dailies and the Woodses are about to win a golf tournament, you've really got to start to question what this golf tournament is all about at this in 2022 in 2021 in 2023 uh cuz none of those people are in the prime of their careers right now maybe john junior i don't know i'm going to give it a smooch because i watched this last year i really enjoyed it it is part of the december silly season which i always enjoy cuz typically there's this break that my brain takes in the fall before we get to january where I start to pay attention again with the Tournament of Champions at Kapalua. But man, did I have fun watching this last year. Because you had the best possible scenario. You had two John Daly's battling Tiger Woods in the mini version of him. And I thought it was really compelling. Take all the weird Charlie stuff out of it. There's other people that are interesting in this event. Bernhard Longers hanging around. Vijay Singh's playing with his kid. There are some interesting aspects to it. And I enjoy it. And it's going to be a third consecutive week, presumably, of Tiger on TV. Again, he hasn't committed to this. Be very weird for Charlie to be out playing these tournaments, Tiger to be back on TV, and then for him not to play this again because he can ride in a cart. So to recap, I went marry the hero, kill the match, smooch the father-son challenge. Yeah, it's... It's solid. I'm going to um, kiss the match, kill the PNC, and marry the hero. I like it. It's a little something yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Let's get into Charlie. Can we get into Charlie? Yeah. You got, you got okay. some Charlie hot takes? Okay. So the prevailing thought on Twitter and golf social media is let's be psychotic about Charlie Woods from an excitement standpoint. Let's break down a swing. This is like a combination. I saw someone compare a swing to a combination of Tiger and Rory. I saw some video of like grainy footage that was less clear than the Zapruder film of two poor 14-year-old junior kids just trying to make their bones. And oh my God, I got to hit golf balls in front of Tiger Woods. I'm 14 years old. And then they pan across the fairway like 50 yards up and Charlie is way up there. It's like, look at how much farther Charlie smashed it than these kids. And it's like, fine, I, I get it. 
I gotta, I gotta interject. Go ahead. Because like you never find grainy footage anywhere on planet Earth in 2022, except for when Tiger Woods like steps on the ground. Everyone's phone like reverts 15 years, and it's like it's like the first Motorola Razor flip phone camera. And like, <laughs> why is everybody like getting procuring this grainy footage of Tiger Woods? It doesn't make any sense. It's 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 a very good point. So everyone's really excited about Charlie, right? Well, then like anything on social media, right or wrong. There's backlash to the original take. Hey, let's all chill out. We're being weird about Charlie. And that's where I sort of sat on it for a little bit. But the more I think deeply about this, who is more aware of the media, how they're going to behave, interpret, misinterpret, tabloids, real journalists, than Tiger Woods? I'm starting to think that Tiger Woods sat Charlie down a few years ago as Charlie was developing into a budding junior golfer. And he was like, hey, man, here's the deal. If you go out and compete in these high-profile events, people are going to be very weird about it, okay? So if this is a direction you want to go, if you want to pursue junior golf, if you want to pursue college golf, and maybe a professional golf career, this is the best way to test out and see if you are willing to do it, if you want to do it, because it's going to come with attention that no one else is going to have. Good, bad, or indifferent, people are going to be more focused on Charlie Woods than any other junior golfer, than any other college golfer, and any other pro golfer. And I think Tiger and Charlie have had a lot of conversations about this and have decided that Charlie is going to pursue this, and if at any point he's not into it, they'll stop. But this is the best way for him to test the waters to see if this is a life he wants to pursue or not. I I agree that that probably has happened. Like Tiger Woods knows what what Charlie is going to get into. But most kids don't have to deal with that at that age, 13, 14 years old. Nobody like they just go on their merry way. Hey, if they if they make a run in like a U.S. Junior Am, you know, maybe they start to gain some notoriety and then they, you know, go off the call. Whatever it happens gradually for everybody else to a point where they can kind of constantly evaluate. Whereas Charlie is like, okay, man, you're 12. You have to decide right now if you ever want to swing a golf club again or or not, basically, because anytime Charlie Woods touches a golf club, it's worldwide news, which is just insane. Um. Yeah, so so I definitely agree that they know what what they're doing. They know what's going on. They know what to expect. Nothing is going to surprise them from a media standpoint, from a social media standpoint. I still I still think it's weird. I still don't it like. It. I mean, it, it's 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 just kind of like you know, Charlie Woods has a lot of advantages that, that other people don't have, but it still kind of sucks that like there are certain elements of just being a kid that will he'll never really get to just have this chill experience in like a, a junior golf tournament with with his dad's friend Noda um you know so it's it's weird I mean like all the compare like he he hits a, a, a solid driver and everyone's like is he gonna win on the PGA Tour it's like dude a lot of kids can make contact with their driver like yeah doesn't mean he's gonna win on the PGA Tour like you don't know where that ball is going you don't know like you don't know anything you just one three second clip like when Tiger said like what did he post his nine iron like three years ago and he's yeah. like here we go, getting stronger or something like that. Like it's like, it's crazy. Save the save the crazy overreaction for Tiger. I guess that's my overall take. Is like leave, you know, Charlie's gonna be here on the on the fringe of the spotlight. But like, let's save like the crazy pressure and expectations for Tiger. 
It feels as though we're very close to Golf Digest doing a what's in the bag with Charlie Woods and like comparisons of how far Tiger hit his clubs at that age to how far Charlie does. Yeah. It's only going to ramp up. If this is what it is now and he continues to pursue, like let's say he competes in the United States Junior Amateur Tournament next year and makes the quarterfinals. That will be the biggest event in golf if Charlie Woods continues to pursue this and continues to do well. There's no way around it. I don't think it's right, but there's no way that Tiger doesn't know that the people would react this way to his son looking as polished as he does for the age that he is. Right. The thing about it is, though, like, I don't think Charlie is is like as good as Tiger. I mean, I, I think that's an obvious statement, but like that's fair. Even if Charlie commits to Stanford in a couple of years, right, and he's going to go to Stanford, and maybe he does well in some tournaments, maybe he's playing, maybe he's maybe Stanford makes a run. Like, I don't think he's going to win three straight U.S. Junior Amateurs, then three straight U.S. Amateurs, and then like sixteen majors. You know what I mean? Like, the ceiling for Charlie is probably like, you know, a run in a couple of U.S. Amateurs, you know, a, a really nice college career at Stanford, and you know, maybe he makes it to the P- if he really goes for it like maybe he does make the pga tour but i I don't really get the sense that he's like some can't miss prodigy like that 611 kid who just signed with texas yeah for all the hot amateurs great college golfers that are can't misses a lot of a miss a lot of a miss i just hope charlie has enjoyed himself at the end of the day he's a kid i hope he's having fun with this it seems like he is it's probably pretty cool if tiger woods is your dad but i think my overall opinion is they know what they're doing I, I, I just think they know what they're doing. To Tiger in general, I haven't done this yet because 2022 isn't over, but early in the year, we did a Tiger Woods predictions podcast. So I'm mm. going to listen back to that and see how we did before the year is over. Whenever Tiger comes back, there's always conversations about, all right, well, what does this mean for Tiger? What's the schedule going to be for next year? And... I don't want to get into any of that. I just want to say that it's always better to err on the side of being too optimistic and Tiger's going to be successful rather than erring on the side of Tiger can't do this. Tiger's not going to be able to do this because continually he has done things that no one else has ever done. And I just think for people to make proclamations, like perfect example, Daniel Rappaport, who was a Golf Digest feature writer, he's now in the foreplay pod. I saw him, and he obviously has a ton of access, so I think there's probably some credibility to it, but I heard him say that Tiger's probably going to play five events a year. He's going to play three majors, not the U.S. Open. He's going to play at Riviera, which is his tournament. He's going to play at the Hero, and that's all Tiger's going to do. And again, I'm sure there's a lot of insight into that statement. But the last thing I want to do is say things that Tiger can't do. I'd rather say things that Tiger can do. Yeah, that's that's a good approach. I was thinking about it too. Like a, a, a not so distant future where Tiger Woods is winning Champions Tour events and playing in all the majors. That's that's not so bad. I mean, like for Hunter Longer, it's super exciting to see him on the leaderboard at the Masters. Um, and he's cleaning up on the champions tour and that's all good. Like, I, I think that's fine for tiger. If he makes it through these back to back to back tournaments and is confident his health is good. His body can hold up. I mean, obviously he's not going to be, you know, 
the match is 12 holes, whatever. But like, I think that'll be a decent test. Like, can he play in, in three majors in the course of four months? Um, you know, and if, if he wants to sprinkle some champions tour events, I know he's not there yet, but uh, down the line. He's not that far away. Cool. He's going to be 47 next month. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's what we're looking at. I think I'm tempering the expectations. I may have picked him to win all the majors last year. Um, I, <laughs> Do it again so next I'll, year. I'll, pro- I'll probably temper those a little bit. But yeah, I mean, wouldn't surprise me if in the next 10 years, like he's still, you know, on a handful of front page leaderboards in the weekend of majors. Here's what I'll say. Jack Nicholas made a run at the Masters at age 58 in 1998. Sam Snead finished third in the U.S. Open at age 62. I'm not saying Tiger's going to do that. What I am saying is the greats have a lot of runs in them. Even if they aren't wins, they have a lot of runs in them. And Tiger is a 46-year-old man. I know his leg is whatever. But certain events, catch lightning in a bottle, the putter gets hot. There's a scenario in which you could see these things happen. And we've said it before. We'll say it again right now. We'll say it in April. This is not the podcast that is going to bet against Tiger Woods. That's just not what we're going to do. That, that, that's very true. All right, Joe, give me a rating. One to five. What's your excitement level for Tiger's three tournament schedule coming up? One to five. I'll say a three, seven, five. Okay. Pretty damn so. excited. The Masters yeah. is a five. That's where I put it. Yeah. I'm at a 2.8. Mm. I think it's cool. I think it's great. It's just hard to see, like, at the end of this, if everything goes perfectly, like, what do we really gain? Like, Tiger's not – he can't win the Masters in December, right? He can't – you know, like, I, I feel like it's starting off like, – I'm, I'm a bogey golfer, right? If I start off with a par, if I par the first hole, it's You're not wondering. like I'm like, oh, my God, like, I, I'm probably shooting 72 today. <laughs> Right, like it's such a small sample size, right. and it's so irrelevant. No, it's it's not irrelevant. It's right? not irrelevant. It's, what if he wins the irrelevant. hero, Nick? What if he wins? What if he wins the Hero World Challenge against some real legitimate PGA Tour golfers? Then I would have to change my tune for sure. If he's if he's beating Rory and Scotty Scheffler and and all those guys for sure. I guess I'm not anticipating that happening. I'm anticipating like a you know middle of the pack finish. Uh, some nice highlights and some things to work on. But, you know, it's a small sample size and there's just not a whole lot that we can do something with as it relates to Tiger's goals of winning more majors. Well, here's the thing. Watching Tiger hit butter cuts and be an average chipper and lag it down there from 12 feet, I'm still going to watch that. That's still Tiger Woods because we talked about his age. There's just going to be fewer and fewer opportunities for us to watch Tiger Woods play golf on television. We talked about that he could compete in majors in his 50s. He also could not play majors in his 50s. It will be really interesting to see if Tiger wants to tee it up at Augusta when he knows in the back of his mind he has no chance of winning. And that's a reality we're probably going to have to face at a certain point, Tiger shutting it down. Now, I would love to see Tiger on the Champions Tour be a world beater. You can take a card out there. That would be fantastic. It's just a matter of his motivation and what he's going to want to do as he approaches age 50. I hope it's play some golf. I hope it's hang out at Augusta and give us all a scare on a Saturday. Oh, Tiger's four under through five. Let's go, baby. Like <laughs> Those are exciting moments to have. I'm pumped to see him on TV. I'm really looking forward to the hero. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't think he'd play unless 
he has at least some semblance of a game. Oh, for sure. There's there's no question about that. Should we move from Tiger to our Mad Golfer of the Week? Yes. Oh, this is very exciting. It's brought to you by T-Box Coffee, a roast-to-order coffee brand in the heart of Southern California, packaged for the golfer who can shoot 68-112 at every score in between. Let T-Box fuel your morning rounds. Promo code TURN15 at checkout. Now, Nick, you are familiar with the golf course that is the subject of our Mad Golfer of the Week. <sighs> and we have multiple Mad Golfers of the Week. It is Country View Golf Club in it. Harrisville, Rhode Island. The first quote, one of the worst courses around with the same prices as the nicer courses. Now, for folks that are unfamiliar, on our previous episode, Nick discussed his immediate regret of buying a <laughs> membership to a course, which really entitles him to very little other than <laughs> fractionally discounted golf sometimes. Here's the second <laughs> quote from Country View Golf Club in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Quote, I played in a league at Country View about eight years ago. I didn't care for it then because it was always poorly maintained. I have to say nothing has changed. Still not a fan of the place. Are you ready for the next one? Oh, there's another one. Yeah, let's oh, go. there's more. Oh, my God. Quote, loud construction equipment during peak hours. Greenskeeper was mowing next to us while teeing off, then at the green while putting, then again at the next tee. <laughs> Difficult to concentrate today. Disappointing. This sounds like the greenskeeper was intentionally following this group around and just torturing them. Oh, my God. So those are the mad golfers of the week. I have a new little segment within a segment to introduce. Okay. Yes. This is the meh golfer of the week. <laughs> Quote, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Greens were in good shape, but fairways and tee boxes were junk. No ranger or starter on the course played on a Sunday, and there were a lot of twosomes playing alone, not paired up with others. Beer cart girl was great at circulating. We saw her five or six times. I had to put that one in there for you, Nick. A lot of beer opportunities. Uh, yeah. That's, you know what? I would agree with that. The greens are nice. The, the greens are great. Everything else is meh. And that is your meh golfer of the week. All right, well, it is a Thursday, so unfortunately, we have no theme song for Nick Rules. Oh. Promo code TURN20 at checkout. Well, Joe, I was going to punt on Nick Rules, to be honest. You know, I didn't want to bring up Tiger's uh, rules violations. Oh. I've, 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 You know what? So um, we're going to save it. No theme song, no Nick Rules. How's that? And that is Nick Rules. Go to Matchstick Golf. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout. Folks, we will be I back. I should have warned you. I should have warned you that no. Nick Rules was on, was on emergency emergency pod. You know what? Nick Rules doesn't get up for emergencies. No, I that's that's absolutely fine. As long as we got Dane Delgado's plug in there, please go to matchstickgolf.com. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout. Now, we will have our regularly scheduled Monday episode, and I can't recommend it strongly enough. We speak to Matt Brown, who, in addition to being the owner of Manzanita Golf Leaks on the Oregon Coast, He's the general manager and head professional at Highlands Golf Club, also on the Oregon coast. He was the 2016 PGA Merchandiser of the Year. He's a former mayor of Gerhardt, an Oregon coast small town. And Nick, listen to this. He caddied for a season not only at St. Andrews, but Augusta National Golf Club. And we talk about all that coming up on the Monday pod. That it was a great conversation. Literally sounds like a made-up resume. 
He's not even 50 and he's done oh all of those God. things. He's not even 50 years old. He he talks about how he found cuz he was actually in New York for the merchandiser show when he found out he won the mayoral race of Gearheart and he talks about his whole experience because Trump was elected that night. Fascinating fascinating wow. conversation. Please give it a listen. And also please, once again, I'm going to ask again. Rate and review the podcast. Give us five stars. Let us know what you would kiss, Mary kill of Tiger's three events in December. Let's wrap it up there. It's an emergency pod, so it's got to be shorter than the normal pod, right? Because it was we we broke the glass. We turned on the microphones. Then we got to put them back behind the glass. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Go Tiger. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time at the turn. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.